Time for adventures in excellent town. We got a dog named Bo who's sniffing on the ground. What did he just eat? What is he trying to eat? What is he putting in his mouth? What's he chewing on? I think that was not food. <laughs> well, it's gone now. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. <ya>. Whatever it was, <laughs> it's gone now. At least we took the time to sing a song about it. Yep. I'm Matt. That was so fun. I'm Dory. This is our excellent adventure. Yep, we're on an adventure right now, let me tell you. We've got a baby who refuses to nap. We've got a dog who refuses to not, to also to nap. What? <laughs> he refuses to nap. He's being a pain in the butt. He do, he is kind of refusing to nap. That is true. Bo the dog. He Well, he's. I think he, now that we're packing... He's quite anxious. Um, we're, Does he think we're, we're going to forget his stuff? I don't know. He'll be fine. Um, yeah, I mean, the movers are packing for us, but I I don't know. I, I kind of just wanted to go through all of my, like, small things and see what I needed to get rid of. I was just told to start packing, so. And... Um, Matt just has a lot of stuff. I mean, not as much as you. That is not true. It is totally true. That is not true. If you just forget about guitars. But you can't just forget about guitars. But they, I mean, they take up this. I mean, look, item wise, that's less than bottles of bullshit you have. But they're so small. I know. You can't take away size. You just have to think about number. You have, like, your master bathroom, uh-huh. the size of the boxes that are already packed from there. Yep. Which is a thing, I ha- a place I have nothing in. Yep. There's two boxes. They're enormous boxes, though. They're not enormous. And they're heavy. Okay. They're heavy as shit. I tried to move them. Yeah, they're heavy. Do you think I should take them out? I'm not moving them. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. What are we paying people for? To move our stuff. Exactly. Yep. Although, if you ever want to close that bathroom door again, you're going to want to move some stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here we are. I lost the battle of moving things slowly over time. We're doing like a, a blitz, a moving blitz. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous amount of things to move. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at me like that? Because, like, we knew that this is what it was going to be. I know. But I also thought that it, somehow I wouldn't be so tired. Mm. Very tired. I mean, I'm tired, too. <sighs> what else is happening? <laughs> Henry clapped. Henry clapped. Yesterday. But he also did that on Friday, according to Holly. He, But, like... I saw him clap on Friday, and it was not like the clapping that he did on Saturday. What was he clapping about Saturday? I was just clapping, happy to be alive, you know? <laughs> happy, happy clapping. Sure. He was, like, very proud of himself for clapping. Yeah. He's also started, like, banging things together. This is different from his normal banging on the wall with his hand. Correct. 
and banging on everything with his hand. Correct. And you said you saw him like stand for a second. Yep, briefly. Which is whoa, terrifying. Well, I'll tell you what's terrifying is the fact that now he pulls his entire self up on the gates. Like that that baby gate. Why he's not in baby jail right now is because he kept pulling himself up. Yeah. Lifting himself off the ground. Oh. Yeah. That I have not seen. Yeah, that's what he was doing, and that's why I had Holly not have him in there. Okay, we we really need to lower the crib. We need to lower the crib. We need to move. Yep, we're doing that. We Check. need to get a weaker baby. <laughs> you know, this brute strength of his is all you. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even really holding him, and he was pulling himself up onto his crib from the ground <laughs> to just chew on the side of the crib. <laughs> very strange whatever that's baby dumb <sighs> we have our nine month appointment this week the anticipation is through the roof it's off the charts I can't imagine anything I can't see that far in the future to Wednesday there's a mover <laughs> there's a moving van blocking my view <laughs> Uh, oh, Bo's finally asleep. Uh, guys, everything's so hard. Is it? It, it feels hard. It's hard being it's you. It's just like incon- everything's inconvenient. Yeah. Like the fact that we don't have the key to the new place and the fact that like, it's just like, I don't like, you know, when I stop working and I finally have time. You want to get shit done. I, want, I don't like that there's stuff I have to wait to get done. I hear you. That's very frustrating. Like, I'm currently like, this would be gone. Yeah. If I had the keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This meaning I just put it all my guitars. You'd what? All the guitars would be gone. Already. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Everything would be gone. I know, it's frustrating. I'd do it in, in, in three trips. It's frustrating. All right. Anything else? I've, 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 I've worked so much. I have no idea. I don't have a life outside of work, so I have nothing to add on that front. Um, no, there's not that that much else to add. Uh, San Francisco happened, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we recorded. So a couple of eggheads out there. That was nice. We heard from an egghead who was disappointed that we hadn't mentioned it before you actually did it. I couldn't believe that I hadn't. Yeah. Because she said she would have gone. I usually complain about everything. Mm. And that would have been a thing I should have complained about. Yeah. I plugged it on Instagram. Everyone follow at Matt Myra. There you on go. On Instagram. <laughs> You'll get pictures of uh, Henry and some guitars. <laughs> yep. That's about it. Um, what else? I think that's everything that's been going on. Do you remember we you you did a phone interview and I was supposed to cut it into the podcast and I don't know that I ever did and I maybe lost the file. Yes. You found it? They were there. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. And I was like, I think that file is sitting somewhere. And I think, by the way, 
I, f- I think I found the memory cards when we were when I was cleaning out my guitar drawer. Did they say like, "Hey, you guys never aired my interview"? But she, they, he was very cool about it in the sense that like, oh, I, you know, I know that you guys. Are, and I was like, "You have no idea." I like, I know that that was file zero eight one or something like that. Like that, I have in my head where the. F- where that memory card went, I had no idea, mm. but I think I found it. Oh, good. I think well, I found it, like, today. We can air it, then. It's interesting to me that I may have found it, but it's like, what was it, two years ago, right? Yeah, it was two years ago. <laughs> God. <sighs> We've been doing this podcast a long time. If Did we talk about this on the podcast? I might have just mentioned it on James Bonding, but my phone it was on a phone call on Friday with all my reps and I was talking to the my, my agent's assistant about how I my phone asked me if it still wants to send notifications. Oh, I got that too. Do you still want notifications from, from this your app? phone and it's the phone. Yeah, and I was like I mean honestly, no. <laughs> I have 297 voicemails. Which is I mean ugh. I'm so hard to get in touch in touch with. You are, and I'm your wife. I'm very difficult to get in touch with. At least when my wife texts me, I, I occasionally answer. Mm, you're mm. <laughs> what? You said I'm very difficult to get in touch with, and I was going to say you're just very difficult. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Speaking of difficult, our baby's screaming about <laughs> he's, something. He's 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 had a rough day. Why? I don't know why. He he's just like not super happy. He didn't nap great. I think you know what I think part of it is? I think when both of us are home, he doesn't nap as well cuz he has FOMO. I think he naps better when we're both gone. What? Yes. Okay, let's leave the house. <laughs> I'm just saying this has been my observation. Sit outside his window. This outside. has been my observation. All right. Because, like, I'll be out and Holly will text me. He, he slept for two hours. And I'm like, what? He never sleeps that long on the weekend. No, he doesn't. Well, how did so, he sleep last weekend when I was gone? I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. Mm. I don't even know if I wrote it down. I don't remember. Hmm. Well. Well, there we go. Hopefully he'll adjust to his new home soon god i hope so or not or not um listen everyone you can join our facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash excellent adventure and our website is excellentadventure.com you can also support us on patreon at patreon.com slash excellent adventure and you may email us at dory and matt at gmail or matt and dory at gmail and you can leave us a voicemail at 413-461-baby Correct. Yep. Should we take a break or should we get to the I mean, there's just so much high energy flying through this podcast that we should probably just take a break and be right back. All right. All right. We're back. Woo! Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks. Tees and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my 
uh, sock drawer, and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top. Not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those, like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Woo woo. Um, just like the Dory's run down and the update is just an indent, indented dot. Yeah. You had nothing to update anyone on. Well, you know what happened? I wrote an update and then I realized I was writing in last week's episode doc yeah so then i created the new episode doc and then i forgot to re-put the update so in my brain i'd already written the update but then i forgot to put it back in well first that's the story let's go back to this mosaic topic which is a hot topic hot topic for last week that we're going to pick up this week and anonymous is writing in to tell us sorry for so many emails just one more thought having listened to your last pod anonymous has written in that was weird that was weird uh, about mosaicism also very weird right. uh, inflection and punctuation why don't, there. why don't i read it the research on syndromes <laughs> i'm gonna read it sure that result from micro deletions or partial duplication can be scary but i think those studies are showing live births that come from fully abnormal embryos i.e those babies would have tested abnormal, not mosaic, in PGS testing, as all of their cells have the microdeletion or whatever chromosomal abnormality. As one of your other listeners mentioned, mosaic results come from an issue in mitosis, not an issue with the original egg or sperm. So there are still normal cells that often take over and become the live, healthy baby. It might be worth researching your particular microdeletion in the context of mosaic karyotypes in the live birth. I don't know what that sentence means. 
one of my mosaics has a partial duplication on six in mosaic form. 35% of the cells have this abnormality, which can, which definitely can produce developmental and physical problems if all of the cells have the abnormality. But I've only found one case of a mosaic partial duplication on six in a live birth. And because it was mosaic, 70%, the effects were subtle. Further, there's always the option of NIPT testing an amnia with microarray, which should reveal any issues either in mosaic form or in all of the cells if you're ethically open to terminating for medical reasons. The amnia with microarray in particular should tell you if there are still signs of abnormality in some or all of the cells of the actual fetus, not the placenta. At this point, I haven't found any evidence of an abnormality that was previously found in a mosaic PGS result showing up in an amnio. This suggests that the live births come from embryos that have self-corrected or the tests were flawed or the abnormality was limited to the outer layer and not the inner cell mass that becomes the baby. I guess I just think of how rare a mosaic abnormality is in a live birth and how many people transfer untested embryos, and I think I'd take the risk if I didn't have any normals to work with knowing I might need to consider a difficult decision in the seemingly unlikely scenario of the abnormality persisting to the point of an amnio. Lots to think and worry about. Best of luck, Anonymous. Has any of these recent emailings changed any of your thoughts and or opinions? I feel like I have whiplash. Yeah. Like I'll get one email that is like... Do it. It's totally cool. Yeah, and then I'll get another email that's like... You'll be in a life of burdens. Yes. Yes. So... Uh, yeah, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. How about you? Don't. Or do it. What? <laughs> what? Don't or do it. Okay. It's like, you know, I mean, part of me is like hoping that like we drag our feet so long that the science catches up. Yeah. We also could transfer it and it won't take. Yeah, I know. You know? But we also could transfer it and it will take. Yep. And be, you know, living a life of uncomfortable pain while it's waiting for us to put it out of its misery. Oh, God. What? That's well, dark. That was dark. That was really dark. That was really dark. I'm very tired. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I had a nightmare the other night, everybody. Well, everybody in the, I, I don't know what it was from, but I was in a house, strange house, and I thought, everyone I thought, like, you know, if I thought Dory was there, I would go up to Dory, and she would turn around, and her face would not be complete. Um, and it was kind of terrifying, and then finally, like, a Jamaican nanny told me that everything was going to be fine. She was the only one that had a face, and then I woke up. But according to Dory, I was whimpering in my sleep. You were. And this is probably because I fell asleep watching the carpetbagger on YouTube visit an abandoned wax museum. <laughs> Listen, I just Googled what does it mean when you dream about a faceless person? Yes. It says, um, Dreaming of seeing a face generally means you're analyzing your own identity. What does it mean if you dream of a faceless person? This means you're having trouble understanding yourself in waking life. All right. I'm having trouble identifying myself in waking life. What does that mean? Um, 
Dreaming of a face is associated with identity. If you know the person in the dream, this is connected with how others view you. To dream of a faceless person has a focus on a loss of identity or inability to accept a person the way he or she is. This also means of your desire to deepen your knowledge of your own personality or identity of others is important. That, that, that was nonsense. <laughs> that made no sense. Um, maybe I'll find another <laughs> another website. Um, you're finding one on a blog spot or I mean, Angel this Fire? Antiflow.com. Oh, boy. Um, Check oh, your sources, everyone. Okay, dreamforth.com. Dream forth? Like, okay, yes. To dream about a faceless person suggests that you are seeking who you really are inside. You may not know how to understand the people around you or what they are feeling. You wish to know the person at their core. The person, the strangers in my dream? I don't know. Or maybe you want to know yourself. Or my faceless self? Yeah. Look, work's been hard lately. Yep. It's been long hours. You know? Yep, yep, yep. Yep. I'll tell you, if I didn't like the crew, work would be impossible. Luckily, I enjoy all of them. I'm happy about that. Me too. Okay. Um. All right. Thank you, Anonymous, as always, for your thoughts on Mosaic Are you embryos. a dreaming analyst? Let me know. Write in the comments. Smash that like button. Smash that like button and and hit that bell. <laughs> what does the bell do? It gives people notifications yeah. if there's a new video. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Cool. I don't think I've ever hit the bell. You just don't want those notifications. You just want to, like, you just would prefer to just go to Disney Food Blog and just be surprised. I'd prefer to, like, I don't want to know when, I like to, like, go on YouTube and have, like, seven new videos there. Mm. And not feel like if you get a notification that you have to go watch that video at that time. Or, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything I found out that I'm older than the mom of a famous TikTok star. (laughs) That got me depressed. Yeah, it should. Thank you. Haley came into work Friday and was like, I'm TikTok famous now. And I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, check it out. And she had like 140,000 views on her watching <laughs> the Goldbergs with her boyfriend. And then Sam Lerner, who plays her boyfriend on the show, taking a potato chip out of her mouth <laughs> and then cutting back to them reacting. That's funny. It was pretty funny. That Haley. She's uh, TikTok famous, guys. Yep. Look out. I better follow her. She's going to leave the show now. She's going to be so TikTok <laughs> famous. She's going to go TikTok all about. <laughs> Potato chips. Um, all right. It's from Marilyn. Um, oh, this is in response to a question that I think we got last week about Lupron. Uh, and she writes, I had success with the Lupron Prime for a month or so before my fourth transfer. That was finally successful. It Wasn't was... he the manager of NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys? You're thinking of uh, Lou Perlman? Perlman. Yes. Yeah. It was low dose. Not Lupron. <laughs> no. 
five to 10 units starting after ovulation was detected in the prior cycle. It prolonged my cycle, first day of cycle, 929, transferred 11818 because my RE was not ready to begin and it worked, thankfully. I've also done the HCG shot after the FET transfer to try and help my body respond to HCG. It never did. Please, uh, and she says, uh, you can pass my email along. And it's Maryland in Chicago with six, in a 1,600-square-foot home with two adults, two snoring pugs, and one science service baby. She also says, P.S., please don't give in to society's idea of purchasing a home. Thank you, somebody else. Why? You are paying for it, not them. Okay, but here's the thing. I feel like most of the people telling us not to buy a home are Have people, had a major sewer disaster. Are people who own homes. Yes. Wouldn't you be like... No one's writing in who doesn't own a home saying don't own a home because they also don't own a home. No, but I want someone who doesn't own a home who's like older and is like, I used all this money that I would have used to buy a home to do X, Y, Z, or I invested it this way. And I'm like, you know, if I had taken all of the money that we tried to save last year for the, for the home mm-hmm. and I had put it into the stock market with the money I was putting into the stock market. Uh-huh. It would have, I think my portfolio was up 73%. Okay. I'm just saying. Um, anyway, she That's says- That's more than we would have earned in equity on a home. We purchased a home in- tw- Okay, but the stock market- It's volatile and I got out. very volatile. In 2017, because it was the, quote, right thing to do. While many positive things happened because of that, 10-minute commute to work for me while my husband's dropped an hour, being able to have my dogs out during lunch, etc. The stresses of financially being responsible for a home for unexpected repairs, maintenance around the home, and random expenses like holiday decorating. I mean, that can get expensive if you're like fudge all these lights went out now i gotta buy new lights it has proven way more expensive than we had imagined especially while going through ivf if you need more room renting a bigger house sounds great if you want to buy a home that's cool too wishing you the best on your move thanks marilyn appreciate it marilyn sees me marilyn does see you and if marilyn had a dream i would have a face (laughs) but if you dreamed of marilyn she wouldn't have a face unless i know her you know but you know me, and I didn't have a face. Yeah, I think it was you. Well, you can tell because I didn't have no a face. face. I mean, maybe you did see all people you knew. They just didn't have faces. Oh, God. Ever think about that? I'd like to think of What if they were all me? <laughs> oh, now we're getting somewhere. Cat writes in, Hi, Matt and Dory. I've been a listener to both Forever 35 and Excellent Adventure for the past two years. Wondering if any of your listeners... Have used expired within a half year of expiration meds and had thoughts on uh, or feedback on this. Now it might be controversial. There's no controversies here. Don't worry about that, cat. But I'm curious that sometimes drug samples provided by nurses and REs may be expired. I have leftover meds from previous cycles and I'm headed into my fourth and fifth round of IVF and would like to be able to save money I, and want to know how big of a deal it is if. Uh, that these meds are only recently expired. Love the podcasts. It's helped to keep the spirits buoyed throughout the tougher times. Uh, that's from Cat. Look, Cat. I don't know what the chemical compound half life on some of these things are. My guess is it's fine. 
It's fine. Disclaimer, we are not doctors. I'm not a doctor nor a scientist. I can't even see faces in dreams. We are not a Warning, warning, We are not responsible for any uh, negative. We are not scientists. (laughs) We know nothing. (laughs) But I recently had hummus that expired four days before, (laughs) and it was fine. Thank you. Expiration, food expiration dates are like pretty much bogus. Sell by... Yeah, the sell by Or dates. Best Buy. Which uh-huh. one's bogus? Um, They're both kind of bogus. That's not true. Have you ever had an expired Diet Coke? No. It is the antithesis of delicious. <laughs> but how expired? I, I cracked one open that was like advertising Jurassic World. <laughs> Probably like a year and a half after it came out. Uh-huh. And I was like... Nope. This will probably still be good. And I tasted it. I was like, oh, this is awful. Hmm. So, right. you know, if, if, if. But I'm, I guess I'm talking about like. If like Menapure is anything like Diet, Diet Coke. Coke, it's probably not going to still be good. Anyway, Kat, we're not scientists. So we're going to put up the med signal to scientists. Maybe you're in the pharmaceuticals industry. Let us know. If you're, if you're. If you're just going to write in and just be a, a shill for Big Pharma, you're out. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> um, this is from who says, love the podcast. I've been listening from the beginning. have learned so much from you, both about IVF and marriage. Let us know how that works. <laughs> Thanks for keeping the podcast going after Henry was born. She was yelling at me last night, everybody. For No, Friday night. About large item pickup. I was so fried. And she just started yelling at me about it. And I was like, what are you doing? You know what? Why are you doing this? I'm not going to relitigate this fight. It's not a fight. It's not a fight. It doesn't count as a fight because we weren't fighting about anything. I'm going to continue reading this email from Colleen. But I'm just like letting people in. That's the night Mm. I had the dream. Mm. Let's all try to trace it. Mm. What did I say to you during the day? I texted you from work. You said, how's it going? And I said. You said not great. No, I said, I'm fried. Yeah, you said I'm fried. I have nothing left in the tank. (sighs) And then like she puts on pajamas. And I asked, what what was that question actually about? I don't remember what it was about, but then she's like, I'm going to schedule big pickup, big item pickup. She's like staying in the kitchen. I'm like, why are you doing this now? Why don't you just go to bed? And then she got mad. That's not exactly what happened. That's pretty much what happened. But we're going to, we're going to let it go. The only way she let it go was when I told her how appreciative it was of the fact that she has had to do everything because her husband works 90 five billion hours a week i can't make phone calls when i'm out of work places everything's closed Mm -hmm. like everything is closed when i'm driving into work everything is closed you know honey except for 7-eleven which is why i think they should sponsor this pod you talk a lot about how busy you are 7-eleven and like 
I don't think people need to hear it every week. We know how busy you are. Oh, are they emailing about that? You should put that in. Well, someone left a two three-minute-long voicemails. About how busy I am? Or about how they don't want to hear how busy well, I no, am? Well, no, they didn't exactly say that, but they, but they... You know, that's fair, but I gotta be honest with everybody here. I have like a 12-hour window Saturday and Sunday when I'm not working, and my brain only can think about the rest of the time when I'm working. So if it comes out, it's just, that's my life right now. That's all I'm living. So, apologies. You don't all have to around. apologize. I don't have to do anything, I just, but I did. Okay. Tip of the hat to you, voicemailer. <laughs> Next. All right. Um, let's take another short break. Okay. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like 
you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those two. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. We're back. <laughs> why are you laughing at? It's like, I don't know. All right. Love the podcast. Oh, wait, no, I already read that. Um, I already read the first part of her yeah, email, and then we got distracted. All right, I'm writing in for the first time because I've decided that this is the year I get serious about egg freezing. I'm almost 33, single, and want to make sure I have options to have kids when I find the right person or decide it's the right time to be a single parent. Here's my question. Is it possible to freeze your eggs and do IVF eventually if you can't take estrogen-based birth control? I get severe migraines with aura and I have a family history of blood clots, Leiden factor four, which is genetic. So my risk of having a stroke is increased with birth control that ta- that contains estrogen. Before I talk with a doctor, I wanted to see if you or your listeners have encountered this and have suggestions. Hugs to you both, Henry and Bo, anonymous. All right, we're back for the part that you didn't know we took a break from. Um, all right. Uh, anonymous lives in 1300 square feet all to herself outside DC. So the uh, estrogen signal has gone out. I just looked to the sky for it. I didn't see it. You didn't? No. The estrogen signal has gone out. There it is. Oh, thank God. Starting to think maybe something was wrong. Um, Okay. We haven't paid our $200 estrogen signal installation fee. Oh. Now you're thinking of the... Stupid cable. Internet Internet installation spectrum. All right. It's from Lizzie in London. Two things. Vomit. Infants vomiting is insane. It's like watching an exorcism. My son also had a very sensitive gag reflex. He had a terrible never-ending cough from about six months to one year. Your story with Henry was so much like our experience. He would cough to vomiting. I was breastfeeding and got barfed on a lot. It was especially gross after he started solids too. So solidarity and it does eventually just go away. It is so stressful at the time, but barf became very common around our house. Happy to report he hasn't vomited in over a year. Wow. That's great. And tea sets. What did we say about tea sets last week? I don't remember. Well, we were talking about, uh, you know, we're talking about gender neutral toys and uh, baby showers and the idea someone had written in saying like oh like someone uh, my mother-in-law got i don't know if it's mother-in-law exactly but got a tea set for my child but i'm not forcing any of these things if she wants a tea set and asks for a tea set then it'll i'll pull it out of the closet and there's her tea set got it okay and then i was like do people know what tea sets are anymore some of right. us remember the podcast honey okay well i don't how did i remember that because i have mom brain how did i remember that is my real question i don't know <laughs> clearly it <laughs> Made an impression. It did. Maybe everyone in my dream was had tea sets with no faces. <laughs> You're going to dream about the Mad Hatter mm. tonight. All right. My son is three and loves his tea set. Mm-hmm. It was a gift. And to be fair, we live in the UK, so making tea is very common. <laughs> Jack loves, loves it and makes tea for his animals and Buzz Lightyear and mom and dad. He also makes us coffee from his wow. clay kitchen. 
which he also loves. So merits for tea sets and going beyond gender norms. Love you guys, Lizzie in London. Unsure of our rental square footage, but it's a nice terrace house in West London with a small garden. Is um, it a terrace house or a Terrence house? Terrence. Is that a typo or is that a type of house that I don't... I I assumed it was Terrace, but maybe she did mean Terrence. I feel like West London, you're probably pretty close to the Hippodrome. My favorite place. (laughs) The weird casino in London. Where I had to to become a member if I wanted to get any more money out of them. (laughs) I had won too much from roulette. What are you doing? Wow. You had won too much from roulette? Yes. Mm, Remember? And then I bought my upgrade. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I do remember now. Um, Yeah, I would like to get Henry a play kitchen at some point. I think he would really enjoy that. You could put it next to the regular kitchen. I think I'd probably put it in his playroom. Hmm. Um, All right. I'm going to play a voicemail. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Now we are officially ready for your voicemail. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Chelsea. I literally just paused the pod. Didn't think I'd be one of those people to respond to Matt's comment about no one drinking tea or having tea sets. I literally was part of a tea club at my last company, which is a software company. It was started by two middle-aged gentlemen, but we had men, women, very diverse group, and we actually, uh, right during the Christmas season that just happened, posted a high tea for the whole company. I think on site there's two, three hundred people, and we had crumpets and scones. We had about ten different teapots. This all sounds made up. Some of us wore pearls. We made shirts. But every Thursday we would have tea time. It was just a social time. Drink different tea, share around. You had to bring a cup and a saucer. We did <laughs> not speak in British accents, but we discussed different things, and it was just a nice break for an hour once a week during the day. So that was really fun. Um, I do actually have a baby-related question. I don't have kids. I'm going to have kids anytime Honey, soon. stop it. Sorry. But I have two friends that just had their first kids, um, and I was wondering about when is a good time to go visit them. I know one of them was a one week shy of being full term, and the other one was right on time she was induced but and they both have husbands and family some family nearby so it's not like a critical situation but i don't want to overload them with visitors or whatever but when is a good time to visit do i invite myself do i ask hey you up for a visit do i bring anything just wondering and i've loved the show uh i really got into it because that was a guest on gilmore guys love love that and love when he references them occasionally also big star trek fan I'm in 950 square feet in Dallas, Texas. Talked to a realtor last night because that's too small for a two adults and a 15-pound dog. And I won't let my boyfriend get another dog until we get a backyard. So um, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. Bye. Well, there you go. That seems like uh, just just your your typical Gilmore Guys fan. <laughs> Tea party fan who likes a likes an odd tea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I um, like tea. Earl Grey, decaf, which is what Jean Luc Picard now drinks. Apparently, oh, he takes decaf tea in Picard. Look at that! I guess when you're ninety something years old, you go to decaf. Apparently, hmm. um, in terms of when to visit, I think I would. 
it's not exactly like inviting yourself, but I think it's saying like, I'd really love to come to see you and the baby. When would be a good time? You think that's the phrasing? Yes. I was thinking of making you guys a lasagna. I'm happy to leave it on your doorstep and let you know when it is. If you're up for visitors, I'm happy to bring it by and say hello. Just let me know when would be a good time to leave it or come say hello. That's also a good way to go. But you'd have to make a lasagna my way. (laughs) I mean, I think it's nice to always bring something when you go visit someone with a new baby. I think it's nice to bring a good attitude and a lot of pizzazz when you visit a baby. So you'll never visit a baby. You are so (laughs) rude. And correct. When was the last time you had a good attitude? All the time in <laughs> life? When was the last time you had a good attitude? The fact is, like, you're serious about that, and it's mean. You're just, like, the most curmudgeonly person. You are so mean. I'm trying to be positive about the move here, like, for three days, and you're just beating me down, like, wearing me to a nub to just join you on the stress side. And it's like... That's what you think I'm doing. Okay. That's what you did. Okay. You destroyed me. All right. Um, Julia had some tips for our move. All right. To say that there's an easier way to move hanging clothes, which is to take a trash bag, take the hangers, poke a hole in the bottom with the hangers with the clothes still on. I normally put anywhere from 7 to 15 items in one bag, depending on bulk. Then tie the bottom bottom of the bag so your clothes don't fall out and get dirty. When you get to your new house, hang the clothes up, take off the trash bags. It helped me so much because I have a lot of hanging stuff because for me, out of sight, out of mind. I know that it can be kind of wasteful with all the trash bags being unusable by then, but the amount of time and energy it saves you, in my opinion, is well worth it. Save that time for family and taking care of the rest of the house. I've been listening since the beginning. Love y'all. No kids yet. None on the horizon at the moment, but getting closer to start trying soon. Living in Austin, Texas... In an 840-square-foot house with my husband and fluffy 15-pound black cat, Amit. Best, Julia. Um, I like a trash bag idea. Yeah, except I think our contractor bags are, like, scented. Aren't they? I don't know. Smell them right there. She's actually doing it. I was kind of kidding. Oh no, these are unscented. I don't know why she thought they were scented. Because we definitely had some at some point that were scented. Contractor bags are never scented. They would never waste the money on contractor bag scenting. You know, there have been like, I'm sure some like hefty cinch sack bags around that were scented. Mm. All right. Marie Kondo loves the scented trash bag. She does? Yes. Ew, I hate a scented trash bag. Well, I hate artificial scents. You hate scents of every... Dory is a... She's turned into what I would describe as a fucking lunatic. I sent her like these nice rugs. I'm like at Lowe's getting stuff for the house, moving boxes, etc. I'm like, I was like, oh, look at, she's sending, she's showing like so, these rugs that she wants are so expensive. I'm like, hey, these, these rugs look pretty nice and they look to be fairly cheap. But she's like, I don't use synthetic rugs anymore. And I'm like, what? I didn't say that. I said, I'm trying not to buy synthetic rugs anymore. What does that mean? What is a synthetic rug? Okay. Not all synthetic rugs, I should say. I should clarify. Hashtag not all synthetic rugs. Yes. There's a certain a certain type of rug made out of polypropylene. 
that is not supposed to be great for you in terms of like emitting toxic gases. Okay. But like Bo emits toxic gases all the time. And so do I. Yeah. So. But like, where did you read this? What, what Facebook group sent you this link? Honey. I just, I'm quite curious. I don't know. I did. I did. Oh, you, you didn't. You're not even denying that it came from Facebook. I don't remember where it came oh, from. God, everybody, please help me. <laughs> oh, please, somebody of, of, of sound mind and body, come save me. <laughs> uh, you can leave at any time. It would go where? I don't know, but. Well, I guess we're now finally paying rent on two places. Yep, you can stay here. <laughs> with my synthetic rugs. <laughs> yep, with your synthetic me rugs. And wall to wall synthetic rugs. <laughs> Come on, bye. Uh, all right. Yeah. Can I? Well, no, no, no. I don't know. What are you doing? Someone's trying to FaceTime. Someone's trying to FaceTime you? Yeah. Who? Our sister-in-law. You should have taken it. She could have been on the pod. You're plugged in. She'd hear you through the, the I know, microphone but do you think she MacBook wants Pro. to be? Absolutely not, but that's the yeah. fun of it. I don't I don't think we should do that. <laughs> um. All right. This is from Tyler. All right. I hope Tyler's using This is a very interesting rugs. email. Uh, I too feel the pain of trying to save for a house. Although property values in Cleveland are about 20% of those in LA, my wife and I just finished paying off all of our student loan and car debt so we can finally start saving for that down payment. I have a suggestion of what to do with the unconditioned garage. Okay. Ask your new landlord if you can install a small heat pump mm-hmm. like a Mitsubishi Mr. Slim for the room. It can heat, cool, dehumidify, and should cost less than $1,000 for that small of a space. Matt can even install it himself. I'm I'm way on board with that kind of thing. Then you'll have flexibility over how to use that room. As for getting rid of extra stuff, I recommend the box method. After you move, only unpack things as you need them. Thank you, person who literally, as I said, never mind. Tyler, we're best friends now. After a year, throw away whatever is still in a box. Okay, Tyler, we're not going to have boxes around (laughs) for a year, but I get your point. I'm going to even do like, what if it's like a month? I live in the first floor of a duplex, 1,100 square feet with 1,100 square foot unfinished basement for storage, gym, and workshop in Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. <sighs> All right. Well, we've come to the Homestar Runner portion of the podcast. There's a Rolling Stones lullaby and Homestar Runner. Didn't someone... Didn't we play that voicemail? No. Okay. That is in response to... I see. Mm-hmm. Would you like to play it first since you mentioned it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, I turned it all down. I'm sorry. Okay. Go play it again. Ready? Five, four, three, two, go. Hey, man, Dorian Thomas in Colorado. Uh, This is for the lady that was looking for a lullaby by the Rolling Stones for a kid. Uh, I think the song, You Can't Always Get What You Want, is not only appropriate to teach your child, but can be sung in a very mellow way. You know, personally, I like all the songs that Dan Byrne has done for the Amazon Prime show, Stinky and Dirty. So far, my wife and I have yet to get tired of any of those songs, and our son's been watching that show for like three years. Uh, Also, uh, I'm just always so happy whenever Matt surprised us with some Hulk Star Runner. You know, I just got bugs in my head. It looks like someone crammed like a Swiss roll into your tape drive. Uh, just, Just golden stuff. 
Uh, Daniel Byrne. Not David Byrne. Dan Byrne. Dan Byrne. Yeah. I don't know Dan Byrne. He's a singer-songwriter. What is? What group is he in? The Dan Burns? I don't think he's in a group. He's... Um, i trying to remember. Oh, yeah. This is... When I tell you that I love you, don't test my love Accept my love, don't test my love Cause maybe I don't love you all that much Don't ask what kind of music I'm gonna Maybe's play so tonight To play to a child <laughs> Okay Well, that's It's time for email There's strong back since you answer emails, you must have some sort of internet, right? What kind of internet do you guys get in Strong Barrier? Who runs it? Is it expensive? Your bestest buddy in the whole wide world, not even close, Gary. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine, Gary. Calm down. Of course I got the internet. How else could I download this awesome animated gif gif of a cute breakdancing rodent? What? 11%? I started downloading this thing like two days ago. Oh, that's it. Hold on to your fat, sweaty D&D playing headsets, tech support. The strong bad's about to do something about this. Thank you for calling the internet. May I have your account number or identity theft, please? No, but you can have a heaping helping of my unbridled rage. Ma'am, please calm down. Your CD tray is not a cup holder. I cannot help you clear your browser cache. No, I'm not in <laughs> India. Right, shut up and listen. My internet is crawling along like something funny that crawls along. All right, I can help you with that. Please hold while I transfer you to someone who can help you with that. What? It's the whole music. Hold music. Thank you for holding. Your call is very important to us. The next available representative will... Okay, I'm back. Let me just verify your address so I can send you my weight in free sign-up CDs. Oh, enough! I'm marching my pasty white blossom down there to talk to the man in charge. I'm so glad we could get that resolved. Is there anything else I can... Anyway... There's another minute and a half. Okay, I'm going to play another voice Everyone now. go check out Strong Bad Email number 152. And you'll get the end of that. Hi, my name is Katie from Connecticut, and I was just listening to the most recent episode, and I, the caller, you had a caller, that referenced a song about the cheat from Homestar Runner. And I sing it all the time because there are are two things about it that I love. It's about the cheat not being dead, and at the end, um, Strong Bad is just like, not just the claps, just the claps, um, which gets me every time. So it goes a little like this. 
The cheetah's not dead. So glad the cheetah's not dead. The cheetah's not dead. And then there's a little bit about him trying to solve a jumble caper. And then um, he repeats that. People's detailed memory for Homestar. And then it's just the claps. And it is truly worth spending your time to listen to. Have a great day. Hi, Matt, Dory. Who's always messing up Homestar's plans? The Chief. The Chief. Who's gonna start a rock and roll band? The Chief. The Chief. Who's making out with Mighty Fans? The Chief. The Chief. The Chief. The Chief is in the house. Who's the man that looks like the Chief? song they're referencing. Okay. Homestar Runner in a scary cartoon. That a ghost. Alright, honey. Well, we're gonna... I'm having so much fun. I know, but... We haven't eaten in weeks. We have to wrap this up. Guess what I read in the newspaper today. I can't... <laughs> newspaper. That's funny to me. I know, it is funny. Why would someone pronounce it that way? Alright, well... Uh, this is just our last email from Anonymous who says, I'm so excited that I finally caught up to your latest episode, so I'm hearing them in real time. The irony is, irony is you guys talked about Matt giving a talk about James Bonding at Sketchfest in San Francisco last week, but that episode aired after his show. I'm in the Bay Area and absolutely would have gone to see Matt's talk. Oops. If you'd let us know beforehand, definitely please do so in the future. I'm so bad at promoting things and being a person. That's the Matt theme song. All right. My wife well, calls me the biggest chromogen in the world. I'm Matt. I'm Matt. And I'm a big chromogen. We started with a song about Bo and we're ending with a song about me. Mm, That's nice. That's lovely. She calls me a chromogen and tells me to move in with my rugs. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's a big end of the pod. Thank you to all of our patrons in particular. Uh, I'm talking about the people that, that spend the big, big bucks of $5 a month. You spend that or more. You get a free podcast. You get yourself uh, a mention on the show. A shout out, if you will. Like someone like Mary Myra, my mom, somehow gets a shout out at $5. Yep. Melanie Bronbeck. Uh, Michelle Chadzinski, Nancy Olson, Nicola Hill, Nicholas Skidmore, uh, Narantha Balagopal, Olga Zilstra, Rebecca Dowson, Rob Bine, Samantha, Sarah Lauer, Sasha, a CPA, Satish Pillamari, Shauna Mandel, Sir Reginald Pennybottom, Susan Fisher, The Byersies, Tiffany Stevens, and Wendy Fick. Thank there you all so go. much. You've all been great. You have all been not great. as great as Henry is at being annoyed by us. Okay. Bye, everyone. All right. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.